Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome back to the Create Me Podcast. And yeah, this is going to be something very new and interested and excited to kind of share with you all. Um, Create Me Podcast has partnered up with um, City Moves based in Aberdeen um, in conjunction with the Dance Live Digital Festival online. And a part of these conversations is me speaking to um, black dancers and creatives who work in partnership with City Moves. And my first guest in this series of conversations is MC. He is an MC and he's also a dancer but he kind of does loads of cool things so really cool and positive kind of conversation that I'm looking forward to sharing with you all so yeah I hope you enjoy it and I catch you at the end Hello and welcome to the Create Me podcast um, with your host Ike Headlam. Today I'm having a series of chats with dancers who have been involved with City Moves and also in partnership um, with the Dance Life Festival Today my guest is MC, how's it going? Yeah, I'm good, how are you? I'm doing good, MC. And, you know, um, just for the listeners, MC um, is short for Millennium Child, isn't it? Uh, yeah, well, you know, that's, uh, yeah, that's uh, the artist part of it. Yes, that's okay. what it stands for, yes. <laughs> okay. And just for our listeners, could you tell them a little bit about yourself? Oh, uh, well, I'm a hip-hop recording artist. Um, I'm a choreographer. Um, I'm a scientist. Um and uh yeah i've uh i founded the hip-hop school scotland um a few years back and stuff like that and we work in affiliations with everybody from city moves to all different dance groups and all dance groups and uh you know teaching um yeah, uh, songwriting rap or street poetry or music mm-hmm. making or hip-hop dancing yeah okay that sounds like definitely you got a lot you got a lot going on Sounds like the uh, yeah. It's only when I say it that it sounds like I got a lot going on. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, that's no, it's definitely all good. But I'm sure we'd like get to cover all of that um, during our conversation. But how did you kind of get um, interested in like a kind of hip hop dance kind of element? Well, you know what? It started off my. Um, I, I love to say it started off with some celebrity or something, but it doesn't. It, it started off with my. My older, my oldest brother, and you know he was just into it from the get go, you know, and he just had this style about him when he, when he would dance or when he would, you know, and as a little brother, you know, you look up to your big brothers, you know, yeah. and and I would just watch him. And I just wanted to do everything he did, <laughs> simple as that. Just everything he did, I just wanted to do that, and um, and that's how I got really into it was watching me because he wouldn't teach me anything. Yeah, because back then, you know, you really didn't teach your moves. You know, you didn't want anybody biting your style. So, so I would just watch him while he was trying to, while he was supposedly supposed to be babysitting me. And I would just watch him and and kind of like you know pick up a couple of things. And when he walks away, I practice them a little bit, and okay. then that moved on to me discovering, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Mr. Michael Jackson. Freddie Stairs, Sammy Davis Jr., the Nicholas Brothers. So, yeah, which allowed me to develop my own style as well, So, which was great, yeah. Yeah, and I guess for you then, like you said, that you've been doing like the dance and teaching in Aberdeen for a few years. So when did that actually start in Aberdeen? Well, um, I'd done, uh, I was still in uni and I'd been asked to, uh, to be a part of the, um, um a theater show a musical show uh fame so uh, i'd gone into that and that somehow led me into um 
uh, well, a community center asking me to come in and teach their kids some of the dance moves from fame. And I was like, oh, wow. So I went and did that. But I've always danced. So and I I then started doing the classes from there because people were like, oh, can you do more? Can you do more? Oh, the kids love it. Can you come back? And I kind of got started that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, and then from then on, uh, I mean, I'm talking about like 2000 and 2005, something like that. Yeah. So, and eventually led to uh, forming the hip hop school. And because okay. because it was easier to, for people to come to us instead of us going to them. Because mm-hmm. Aberdeen, Aberdeen, Aberdeenshire is so far and wide. So, yeah. 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 Definitely. It sounds very kind of like interesting that, you know, since 2005, you was able to kind of like start something and still kind of like keep it going up until now. But how have you found like, in terms of like, you know, the pandemic, how have you found that's kind of like impacted on your practice so far? Oh, well, you know, everything stopped. Mm-hmm. Everything, everything stopped. And I think immediately myself and the team um, went, uh, started sorting things out about online because we'd always talked about online stuff, you know, for a long time. We'd always talked about that. So, it, it was uh, a natural progression for us to go right there, but we also knew um, we couldn't, we wouldn't have everybody. Mm-hmm. We also knew that we wouldn't have everybody, you know, just due to circumstances for some people, you know, but at least the avenue was there to still remain connected with um, some of the children and young people that we've been working with over the years. So they didn't feel like, oh, you know, we used to do this every Wednesday. Now there's nothing. Mm-hmm. So there was some some kind of thing. It, it, you know, it wasn't exactly the way it would be, but you know, it was the best we could get it to. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Because nothing beats nothing beats live connection. Nothing beats that. Oh no, absolutely, absolutely agree. I think you know, if you can find a space to kind of carry on what you're doing, you know, you can still kind of yes. maintain that kind of connection with the people that you've worked with over the years. And I think that's very important. You know, especially for like that feeling of when people get out of isolation that's kind of happened a lot now you know um with the um, with the pandemic but you know like you know for you like because you mentioned you like you do so much kind of different things so when where did like the kind of music mc and kind of bit come into it <laughs> well i i, I always done music i know mm-hmm. i think you know um since i was maybe five or six i'd always done music uh, I think hip hop came into it just simply because it was a, uh, it fitted a way for me to express myself, you know, and 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 that's what I think of hip hop, you know, I, uh, is it's a way to express yourself, it's a way to 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 get things off your chest, a way to talk about uh, talk about things that's going on around you, a way to uplift people as well, you know, and and, and that is hip hop, you know, mm-hmm. I, I know. Now, you know, you see a lot of things about money, cars, whatever, but it's really, that's really not hip hop. That's really not the culture. Yeah. And so I got really deep into the culture and, and it, it allowed myself to, it allowed me to express myself, but it also allowed me to help other people express themselves. And because of the way I know that worked for me, it was uh, easier to do that with other people. It was easier to do that with other people because I know it worked. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah, and that's how I got into it, and uh, and slowly people started to um, recognize that I was doing this, and can you do more? Can you put out an album, or can you do a video? 
So it carried on from there and it gave me the platform to be able to do uh, all of this other stuff that I ended up doing afterwards. Okay. I guess like a part of that as well, uh, are you being kind of like going in the communities and teaching young people to kind of like freestyle and different stuff about like the culture of hip hop as well? Yes, absolutely. Because like I, I always say, when people go, oh, when people say, oh, are you doing, uh, what kind of hip hop are you doing? I'm like, um, I'm like, I'm just doing hip hop. <laughs> there is no type of hip hop, you know, <laughs> it's just hip hop. Um, the moment you start talking about types, it's like you're diluting it. <laughs> so, so it was important that you, uh, you, you t- uh, we teach people about the, the foundations of hip hop, because if you don't understand what it's about, then, uh, then you, you, you just, we end up doing something that it isn't and mm-hmm. and uh, you know and it was important that people understand that understand you know uh where it's from why it's from so we would teach everybody this all aspects of things and then some of them might be like you know i just want to do the dance part and i'm like that's fine okay so i just want to do the hip-hop dancing oh but i don't want to do hip-hop dancing i want to do break dancing i'm like but what is break dancing and 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 they're like, um, um, oh, you know, when you're spinning on your head and you're rolling in your back and stuff. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, but what's the difference from that to hip hop? Mm-hmm. And and they get stuck. I'm like, but do you know what hip hop dancing is? And they're like, um, and I'm like, well, this is what it is. It's popping, locking, and breaking. The breaking part is the part you call break dancing. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's a whole hip hop. So not separated mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah so uh, but it was just a way to educate it because i feel like you know education is the key in all things you know and um and and that was really important for us that people that we work with understand that and we would go into community centers schools you know or, or into other groups that we're just affiliated to and, and 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 that's just been absolutely great being able to do that yeah and that's really nice to kind of hear and you know that you know what you've been doing and what you kind of created, you can take it very kind of far. And, you know, for you, like, you know, especially I'm quite interested in like the whole kind of music part, like who has been your kind of hip hop kind of influences over the years that's kind of inspired you, what you do? Okay. Um, well, you see, I mean, um, my top three, let's go with my top three. Right. So it's gotta be, uh, one of the guys gotta be Rakim, oh, you know, okay. who, Lyrically, it's just incredible. Mm-hmm. You know, some some of the young folks might not know him now, but you know they can do their research. <laughs> so, so it's gotta be Rakim. Um, and then you have uh, Big Daddy Kane. Okay. And, and of course, and of course, you know, and, and, and I, 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 this gets controversial and everything, but I gotta throw in that little Cool J in there, just because okay. you know the long, <laughs> the long depth. You know, yeah. I mean. 15 year olds now no longer uh, know who LL Cool J is. Maybe not for him rapping, maybe because he, he acts on NH- NCIS or whatever, but yeah. they know him still. You know, they're still connected to him. And to have somebody who's lasted that long, I think you have to give him the respect. So, yeah, so those guys, and uh, it's more about the lyricism, the emceeing, you know, that, that really got me. The way, you know, you know, the way they can convey a story. Oh, or tell you about what's going on around them. But then, of mm-hmm. course, you know, you have public health and you have all like, who are also my favorites, who, you know, who, are, who, are, who actually, uh, you know, was very uh, instrumental. Uh, Chuck D from Public en- Enemy was actually very instrumental in me doing what I do now. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. You, so, yeah. so, yeah, those guys. You know, it's so good to hear, like, you know, somebody kind of throw up, like, Rakim. Like, Rakim's one of my favorite, um, like, MCs <laughs> as well. Like from like, and that's kind of like, and that's like, 
for some people, like younger generations, like, that's really old school and they go and look him up, especially like Eric B and Rakim when they first kind of came out. So yeah, that's really kind of cool to kind of like, I'm here. But like, is there anyone like in the current current kind of stratosphere that you kind of like tune into and you kind of listen to and say, oh yeah, they're quite cool, they're good? Well, you know, people have asked me that uh, lately and I said that and it changes. It changes over time because I'm, I'm about the whole picture. Mm-hmm. So sometimes when the picture changes, like, you know, I was into J. Cole. Well, I'm oh, kind yeah, of still yeah, into yeah. J. Cole. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because he is he's, he's pretty much recent. I think you, you start to understand what kind of music I listen to when I start mentioning certain names. Yeah. I don't mention certain names. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so J. Cole. Um, yeah, and, 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 and Drake, very occasionally. Mm-hmm. Very occasionally uh, when, when he's just... Um, all about the lyrics and you know not anything else um i i'm really into that but you know um and i know he's not hip-hop but i i, I enjoy some of his uh some of his records and um and it's gotta be uh stumsy oh, okay I, <laughs> I yeah, it, was, it was interesting because i like that track he did with ed, uh, with ed sheeran mm-hmm. and all that stuff and but i also liked a few of the tracks that he had done and i was mm-hmm. like hmm interesting because i'm usually not into the that side of music but, but oh, i, I kind of respect the foundation he has for hip-hop yeah so, yeah yeah so yeah oh, no, it, it people like that <laughs> so it's, it's obviously got a very kind of varied kind of like interest and taste and that's why i really kind of cool to hear but um like going back to like dance and you kind of mentioned you know taking that now to being online and what I've kind of seen over the years, especially like on Instagram and even on like on TikTok now, the whole kind of thing of like this dancing to music videos and how that's kind of like putting people onto kind of like that platform of instant kind of fame. How do you kind of feel about that? <laughs> well, you know, I, 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 oh my gosh, I'm gonna get myself in trouble. <laughs> yeah. um, well, you know, when I see stuff, um, I'm not into too much of the copying of things, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm not into that. I'm into be more creative and, you know, and even when you learn something, you can still be more creative with it. And I felt like, um, things like that. it's great because it puts dancing, it's put dance in the front. I think those platforms put dance in the front and it allows, uh, um, children and young people to go, Oh, maybe I want to try a dance class. Oh, uh, maybe I want to do that. Um, and, and so it gives them a way to express themselves in a way because it's, it's interesting. I see my nieces do it and I'm like, just shaking my head. Like, what's going on? <laughs> but but, but I, I, I respect it for the fact that, you know, they have the opportunity to express themselves, you know? So I think, I think that's a, that's a good thing about it. Um, I think the idea of uh, like, you know, you just do this, do this, do this, do this. And you go, oh, yeah, that's my dance. Oh, t- t- you mm-hmm. know, I'm like, that's just uh, weird to me. So <laughs> I feel like you, you have to put a little bit so much effort into it and you have to express yourself, you know, eh? and, and, and that's what carries on. It's like when, like, I don't do ballet, but when I watch a ballet, when I watch a, a, a ballet show, I'm like, just immersed into it. Like, wow, or jazz or tap. Or, uh, and then when I look at hip hop, it's like it's the same thing, mm-hmm. but if I see somebody just spinning on their head over and over and over and over again, like every two minutes they're spinning on their head, every two, I get bored, and I love hip hop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so there's gotta be so much more to it. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. 
Yeah, no, no, definitely. I, I would agree. It would be kind of like, you know, even though there's those kind of like platforms, even though it kind of brings instant fame, it, there is that kind of balance about um, having that kind of talent as well and skill. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. I, you know, and, and a lot of people, I think, uh, I think the, the, the Vata is like a lot of people are into fame. While, you know, when you think about, especially for hip hop, when you think about the people who created hip hop, because, you know, because it's been so long now, a lot of people forget that the people who created hip hop were only like 14, 15, 16 year olds. It wasn't an adult then. It's not like ballet. It's not like all these other platforms, all these other dance forms, which is, uh, I gotta stop saying ballet because <laughs> I do love ballet. <laughs> but I gotta stop saying Where, you know, it's not like all these platforms which were created by adults. You know, this was created by just some kids who were bored. You know, granted, those kids are now like 50 something years old now, but, you know, but it was created by them to have fun. So and because it's of that particular platform on that that foundation, you got to build on that, mm-hmm. you know, and, 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 and just enjoy that. Like, you know, if you see crazy legs dancing on a, and, and and you compare him to when he was 16 years old, they still looks exactly the same. Yeah. Like 50 something years old. So it's incredible. <laughs> Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think, you know, one thing I kind of wanted to kind of like touch on, touch base with you was on like, you know, obviously it's been a very kind of like strange and kind of difficult year for many kind of different reasons, you know, and what, you know, what are your kind of views in terms of like, you know, the Black Lives Matter kind of movement and, you know, has that kind of had an impact in the way of you thinking actually moving forward in terms of actually you emceeing and also everything that you're else that you're doing creatively, creativity wise? Um, you know what? I, I think the Black Lives Movement, that, that was uh, incredible. And I'll tell you why I thought it was incredible. Um, I, I wouldn't say it, it, it's going to impact the way I do things in any way because I was already doing that anyway. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, so, it, 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 so it's not something that, oh, wow, this is new to me. No, it's not. Uh, it's something that's been around for long. You know, I, I like to call it the silent pandemic. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's been around for a while. It's true. But the great thing about that is young people yeah i say time and time again it's like young people standing up and saying this is not right Uh, you know we're gonna do something about this in standing together you know i think that is the great part about that is and being able to see that and doing it in a positive way you know i'm I'm talking about the people doing it in a positive way the people who are doing it in a peaceful way we're all doing it because education is the key Mm. and um i feel if it's too rah, 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 rah. Nobody's listening to you. Nobody's getting anything you're saying. The message is not going through. But it's it, it done in a cohesive way and, and, and together. And I mean, young people do that and seeing that amount of young people, because I don't think you've ever seen that before. And if you go back to Martin Luther King and, and, and the, the work, uh, this were all the older folks. There were some young people, but it was mostly older folks, you know, to, you know what I mean, to, to the Mandela era and all that stuff. So, you know what I mean, this were older folks, you know, there was young people hanging around, but this time around, it was like it was swapped on his head mm-hmm. and young people were leading the charge. And, and that's what I love about it. It's like, you know, um, young people seeing, we have to do something about this so the next generation can be better. So there's hope. There's hope. There's hope for the future. That's that that that's that, that that's why I, I really uh, find great about that movement. At the moment. 
Yeah, no, no, I 100% agree. I think, you know, and you kind of did kind of like mention that kind of key point and that's something that I probably never really thought about. There was a massive turnout of like younger people. And I, I saw that a lot um, on the protests in like Aberdeen um, in June, June time as well to see like, wow, there is so many younger, the younger generation now. And that's, and that's probably a part of actually the change that's going to happen. It will be the younger generation, you know? Yes. So, you know, yeah. it's definitely kind of like important and really kind of refreshing to, um, to see um but like you know for you kind of like moving forward is there anything like in in terms of like your practice that you're kind of thinking that you'd like to kind of like any kind of new things that you'd like to kind of touch on kind of, i did see i did look on like the website and thinking okay like this is so much kind of going on here as well and, you know really 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 cool positive things but is there anything that you haven't kind of like like um stepped into yet that you're kind of interested in exploring yeah well, you, I mean, the things because I've always been about um, I've always been about the foundation of things, and you know whether it be um, a rapping or it be dancing or, or or it be anything, I've always been about the foundation of things. And I always tell people that like, you have to know what's going on and and what's what what's been in order to understand where you are, and or more importantly, appreciate those who've come before you. And what they've done in order for you to be where you are, and um, and I, I think my old thing is like you know uh, be proud of who you are, and that's always been my ethos is you building that confidence and being uh, and, and and knowing your knowing yourself, knowing um um knowing what you have to offer the world, you know I think that's so important. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, I think. Because we've always done this stuff, so um, it, it's very hard to go. Oh well, I'm gonna niche pick that, and I'm I'm gonna start doing that now because we've kind of been doing that already, you know. And most people who are around us would be like, yeah, well, you know, <laughs> like you know. Anyway, and we've been done because it, it's always been about it, it, inclusive it, inclusivity, you know, with people and and but learning and respecting each other mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I, I'm not saying respect because I'm wearing respect on top. <laughs> it's just, yeah, because I, I, I feel like if you treat people the way you want to be treated, then you're already on the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and if you leave hate behind, you know, and you step forward in love and kindness and all that stuff, I'm like, it doesn't matter what people bring. It doesn't matter what strive people bring to you. Um, you will always come on top. It's like, um, I had this thing. I'm going to share this with you. <laughs> I had this thing about eagles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So eagles and crows. Crows are always trying to bother the eagles. They're always, you know, trying to bother them. And after a while, the eagle gets bored. So the eagle just decides to fly high. And the crow tries to catch up. But after a while, the eagle just keeps going higher. And you see, you can't even see my other hand now because the eagle is stuck over here. Mm-hmm. So the crow is stuck over here. So the crow can't go up. So you just got to rise higher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to rise higher. Don't come down to that same level. You know, and as long as you don't do that, I feel like, you know, um, we're in a better place. And and that's my ethos. That's that's just the way I think about things and uh, uh, mm-hmm. the way I deal with things. And, and the way, you know, people around me, uh, I would advise them to do. Yeah. Do you know, that's like a really kind of like nice thing to kind of hear actually, you know, saying like, you know, and I think that's kind of definitely in this kind of current kind of age of like 
social media obsession that it's good to kind of hear someone say like you know kind of rise above the kind of negativity and kind of just kind of like you know stay in your own lane do your own thing be consistent in what you're doing that's the kind of main focus you should be concerned with absolutely and and you know um we live in a world where uh, at the moment where people want to be like other people you know and it's like but be you because nobody else can be you Mm -hmm. you know nobody has the same talent as you they might have a similar talent but they don't have the same you know and you're special and you realizing that you are special and that's what we bring to um you come to us to dance, but you learn so much more. You come to us to learn to write. And when you're writing, if you write something mediocre, we're going to be turned around and say to you, well, that sounds good. But what do you really mean about that? Yeah. We're not just going to clap for you and go, yeah, that sounds great. We're going we're gonna to ask you questions about it. And then you yourself realize that, oh, I could have said more. I could have worded better. I could have done this. And then that that's the process of you thinking, you know, and that's what it is because a lot of times when things happen, it's because people didn't really think about it. Mm-hmm. They didn't think about what they were saying before they said it, you know, but if they had, and that's where they, I come back to education is the key. You know, when they, if, they, if they had done that, then they would have been like, oh, maybe that's actually not a nice thing to say, you know, and mm-hmm. maybe I need to apologize. <laughs> You know, all of this stuff. So I think that's, and it's, it's really important like people know who they are. And I know that's very difficult in the world that we live in now, but, you know, your step from one step at a time, we step one step at a time. It's not, uh, uh, it's not like uh, we go from uh, crawling to running, you yeah. know, you got to go yeah. one step at a time. No, no, definitely. Most definitely. But, um, no, just like for the listeners, do you have any kind of like up and coming events or projects that you like to kind of like to share just now? Well, you know, we're, we're in the middle of the pandemic. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but we've got lots of events, you know, um, obviously City Moves, Dance Live, you know, definitely tune into that because uh, last year was incredible. Uh, so um, I'm definitely going to be tuned into what everybody's doing. I'm interested to see it because it's online mm-hmm. this year. So it's a different platform. So I'm interested to see that. So definitely Dance Live. Uh, to do that, I think that's for me. Um, going back in the studio, uh, going back in the studio, and uh, hopefully 2021 will drop the album that was supposed to drop 2020. <laughs> you know, and um, and and and, and uh, we've got an incredible concert called Survival coming coming up. So uh, we're not sure, depending on how the pandemic is, and you mm-hmm. know, people behaving and stuff. Maybe we'll get to do it 2021. Maybe not. Um, so I don't want to really put it out there too much. Okay. And I, I feel like I was disappointed. <laughs> but you know, I know. I, I wish you all the best of luck with that. You know, especially kind of like coming into like 2021 because nobody knows what the landscape's going to look like. You know, so hopefully you do get to kind of launch all those kind of projects as well. Um, but where can people find um, everything related to you online? Online, oh, well, we've got our website, um, uh, millenniumchildww.com. Uh, you can go on that. Um, we've got an Instagram page, uh, uh, millenniumchild2020. Um, and uh, I mean, 
and, and of course with City Moves as well, you know. Um, so uh, just log on City Moves website is amazing. Mm. So <laughs> so you can go on that as well. So so there, there, there's stuff around, and or just Google Google us and uh, Hip Hop School Scotland, and it will show you stuff that we've got coming up as well. So yeah. Okay. All right, nice one. But MC, uh, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and these series of conversations and partnership with City Moves. I really appreciate it, man. So yeah, thanks again. And I'll catch up with you soon. All right. Absolutely. All right, see you later. Thank you so much. Cheers. So yeah, that was my conversation with MC. I want to thank MC for coming on the podcast and sharing his story with us. Um, So yeah, definitely check out all of his work in the links in the episode description. And yeah, a lot of more interesting conversations coming up as well. I'm going to be speaking to Natalia next. She's also a dancer who's worked in partnership with City Moves. So yeah, um, I'll catch up with you soon. All right, take care for now.